It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. Here, aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 68 we're going to be getting into nba Youngboy and his latest single on my side little nas x latest album montero new video game on the scene death loop then we're going to end with ian dior and little uzi v12 but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Honestly, thank you to that one person who clicked the, the one person last episode who actually clicked the, the, it, the right link for the Cash App. Because sometimes people click a different link and then it's like it doesn't go through. It's more like pending. So thank you to that one person. I should probably... I don't know if I need to like explain it better, but I feel like Cash App is a pretty simple concept. Anyways, let, let me finish with my intro. Also, make sure to share this podcast rating this show five stars on Apple Podcasts as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got that intro out of the way, let's get into NBA Youngboy and his latest single, On My Side. <laughs> so nba young boy has dropped a new single or his latest single called on my side and his fans are saying the GOAT has returned. Now, NBA Youngboy coincidentally makes me feel old because his fan base, every time you talk about something else that's not him or not 
solely related or solely based on NBA Youngboy. It's always like, Youngboy's better. Youngboy does this better. Oh, this is better by Youngboy. And Youngboy ratio, ratio Youngboy. I'm like, I don't understand people who sit on the internet and just like try to promote just one artist just for like over and over it's just like you just sit there and type out ratio and young boys better and like it has to be little kids because there's no way there's grown men out here typing out ratio and, and young boy in the same sentence so hopefully that's the case it's just a bunch of little kids with too much time on their hands it would be a shame if it was a bunch of grown people or grown men out here saying that young boys better but anyways so he's dropping his third studio album they're calling it his third studio album for me young boy drops an album every season so winter fall summer young boy is coming with something and for for the the best thing about young boy is that his fan base is always going to be there by his side um as far as the quality it's very is very much hit or miss for me and the consistency i think is what hurts the quality at this point but anyways so he's dropping a new album called sincerely cantrell they said it's dropping his camp says dropping september 24th because if you don't know the rapper nba young boy is still currently behind bars so he's not a free man he's he's you know how people will say like free young boy or whatever like he's like he's he's still he's still in prison so um as far as the music he's putting out it is is through his his team and i think he's releasing another track called life support that's what his team was saying and the, his latest single not this one but the last one did did well and currently on my side is performing well streaming wise because I think YouTube has become more of an important part of the streaming sales equation. So that that's interesting to see. But the biggest thing for for a young boy is just that whenever he he's making music, he's not like I don't know. I feel like I know it's like this may be like a hot take, but I feel like young boy has writers. Like I don't think he writes his own raps like i know that may seem crazy but for the amount of music that young boy puts out and the things he's talking about there's no way he doesn't have a writer like it may be just hating or hate but it's just like it's just too much music and the topics are too like similar to not have the same writer like it's just like if you heard one young boy song you've heard them all which i don't agree with but that's like a popular sentiment from the average fan the average consumer and that's to me if you keep coming out with product like that it's like are you actually making this music or are you just saying whatever the per whatever your writer has for you at the moment so it's kind of hard to to figure out if young boy is actually obviously he's he's in a life of i wouldn't say crime but like he's not the most law abiding citizen as he's behind bars right now which if you're behind bars it doesn't mean you're not a law abiding citizen people get miss what's the word for it people get wrongly accused or falsely accused or wrongly convicted all the time so that's not what i'm saying but it's it's, it's a, a pattern for young boy kind of like with kodak black so whether smoke this fire obviously they're doing something that keeps attracting law enforcement so <laughs> yeah not too much of a law-abiding citizen at the same time that helps out with his music because people believe him more people believe him a lot more than some of these other artists who have never even caught a charge which in the hip-hop genre is kind of sad where if you have you have to catch like a charge or something to be considered in the streets or making music for the streets if you're an artist and they don't believe what you're saying you're going to be put into that either not corny category but it's more of like i don't know what side of hip-hop doesn't really there's a side of hip-hop that doesn't that that try to be law-abiding citizens so i would just call that like maybe the drake side of hip-hop where you don't have any charges on you but you're always talking about killing or whatever or your homies are killing so 
it's very much a slippery slope which what's accepted in hip-hop because as we've seen with i don't even want to bring his name up but let me just say some artists rap about death then they die and then things happen to them after death that's a direct uh, in the direct correlation of how they was living when they was alive so you could be rapping about somebody talking about all this gang violence and what you're gonna do if you see this person and if you have real if you're really in that life after you know the people who you're talking about their families are not gonna feel sorry for you and sometimes they may come and just do the, the craziest things you can imagine so not saying it's right just saying there's a direct correlation to the type of music they put out and with young boy it is it, it's, it's apparent that he's kind of in that same lane a lot of interviews he does seems the way he talks is just eerie to me I don't, I don't know if that's the right word basically there's a vibe that he doesn't care if he passes away and that, that's just that's just insane like i mean obviously you don't know everybody's life you don't know what everybody goes through but to have that many fans and to talk like that it's it's very it's not a, a reassuring feeling for your young fans that look up to you their favorite artist doesn't even want to be on the earth why should they i mean if they look up to you they'd be like your life is 100 times better than me and you want to do this so it's kind of like i don't know it's hard it's harder to 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 understand his thinking with that but if you look up any nba young boy interview he he talks about it just look up nba young boy life after not life after death because i think biggie may pop up but um just look up an interview with with young boy talking about death and you will you will know he what i'm talking about because it's it's very unsettling so if you don't want to hear it then i i would advise you not to but as far as the actual track i thought it was a solid young boy track like this the common fan says if you heard one young, young boy track you've heard them all with this track it does sound kind of like every other young boy track but for his fans they're running it up so i mean what are you gonna do when your fan base is that great so here is i forgot the track here is on my side by nba young boy right now Insane. Mad about my means, can't talk what I'm saying Comprehension with no understanding, don't know what I'm saying How we wait outside, put in the line What meanless diamond chain, spinning bought out dead brother name <laughs> Riding in my Shot her on my side and she don't want me to lose I can't make this up, I can't do shining You know how I do I knock off as soon as it's up, they need to put me in a zoo I got big bank, plenty of money and my son's too We throw sticks like they bad boys Got my blick in New York like woo Cousin Liddy call him Skelly, Joe on Crest with Toxic Shoe Play with that dog fool like my cousin Profit jump back up in two Profit preaching to the youth All that language we don't do Cause hey, who you kill? Protect your game bang with your crew Me and my minds be out the roof I'm screaming what you won't do So yeah, that's my review of the young boy track on my side click my link here in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of nba young boy's status in hip-hop right now and do you think on my side is a great single or not now we're gonna switch it up and get into little nas x montero Somebody come get this Nigga, you a star on the ride You got time to reply Don't lie, you can hit my You can leave me five little On the side, little Couple thousand to fix my whip Ice with size on the Who's down, you a fraud Just fit my My You know I never did you wrong Even though I'm right here by the phone, dog. You know you never used to call Keep it that way now I'll treat you like you're dead right now I'm on your head right now You wanna f*** with me so bad right now Oh, now you can't right now oh. So, Montero, Little Nas, aka Little Nas X Has put out a new, well his latest album called Montero Which is, I think off his, I think Montero is his government name 
and he even said himself he hasn't done a great job or I don't know if it's him or his team they haven't done a great job at establishing that like that's his actual government name people just think it's some type of fantasy land he, he made up which makes sense because the album cover is very exquisite to say the least and it, you would think kind of like with Travis Scott where he's coming out with an album called Utopia I think that's what it's called this just sounds like he was just making up another place name but well, I mean Utopia is not made up but like well is it I don't know um, with Lil Nas X, Montero is the actual is his actual government name, and people think it's the actual like fictional place he made up. So that's a little confusion as far as marketing wise. He's admitted that that hasn't went over the best as far as establishing what Montero actually means, but it's his actual government name. So there you have it. But anyways, Lil Nas X, of course, has talked about you know his troubles on, on getting features. And I think two of the biggest features he was trying to get was Drake and Nicki, which he was just so open about it. He said, yeah, I, I reached out to Drake and Nicki, but it was like two weeks ago. It wasn't nothing too crazy and they didn't really respond. So he said Drake responded, but he was focusing on Certified Lover Boy. Nicki hasn't responded at, at all, which I don't know. Like, is that weird? Is that weird that Lil Nas X, a known guy who ran a, a Nicki stand account is huge? right now and, and can't get a Nicki feature like obviously Minaj is, is dealing with a lot of other things that I haven't even spoke on with the whole US government and the vaccine and her getting suspended from Twitter for a little bit and her having a baby and her husband I don't even want to get into her husband's situation like if you know about that that's a whole nother situation but maybe Nicki Minaj has a lot Nicki Minaj has a lot on her plate to where she can't really read DMs like that, but I don't know. I, you would think they would get somebody to read their DMs, but at the same time, maybe they try to. I don't know. You, you never know what, what goes on in the DM. So, <laughs> anyways, um, Lil Nas X does a lot of Travis Scott type visuals, meaning that his videos are not wasted at all. It's not just get a bunch of girls and throw a party. It's more like a concept with each and every track. We're gonna get into the album review, of course, but. The biggest thing I wanted to get out of this was, or I wanted you to get out of this, is that Lil Nas X is here to stay. Like the way that he puts his craft out and, and packages his craft and delivers it for the public to consume, it's unlike any other artist. Literally. There's not too many artists that would go up on stage with a bunch of dudes dancing and at the end just have a whole five second kiss with, with like a, a male while they're actually still a male i don't know it's kind of um obviously it's nothing wrong with that i'm just talking about the general artists in the game that probably wouldn't do that like even young thug had boundaries when he was doing all the wearing dresses and things of that nature like have you ever seen young thug or kid cuddy come out and do that on a stage like that would be that would that would have had the same effect but they just didn't go as far with it and Lil Nas x he's going as far as you possibly can with this whole rollout that he's doing so i mean he even thanked the gay agenda when he won the vma award so it, it i mean at the same time it doesn't make me think he's not gay it just makes me feel like he's just maybe thanking them over his parents and team and it's, it's kind of weird but uh the actual album has a lot of features when well, i do, it doesn't have a lot i don't think it has a lot i had to look at for some reason the whole track list just went away from me Another thing about this album while I'm looking this up is that Lil Nas X was saying that this Montero project is not even, doesn't have a genre. So that's very interesting. For me, I would just qualify it as hip hop. But the way that he plays with the instruments and and I think that producer's name is Day Trip. Day Trip is amazing. I like the way he makes beats, especially that holiday beat. That's not even on the album. Lil Nas X came out with a single called Holiday, which didn't even make the album. I guess the track didn't perform as well, but that was one of my favorite Lil Nas X tracks. Like it had Day Trip and then I think it had Take Heath too. So I think it was Day Trip and Take Heath. And that that beat was fire. So I'm surprised that track wasn't on the album. I, I like that track, but obviously if it's not on there, it probably didn't do well numbers wise. 
anyways um look at let's get into the track list because i forget what how many features on here there's one two three four five there's not too many features there's 15 tracks five features so that's not crazy at all and the runtime i think is like 40 to 40 minutes to like 40 to 50 minutes it's not long at all a lot of these are singles, so it's even shorter. So it's a concise body of work that's not too long and not too short. So he has the likes of Doja Cat, Jack Harlow, Megan Thee Stallion, Elton John. Speaking about Jack Harlow, I don't know what award show they was at, but Lil Nas X was doing some type of interview and then Jack Harlow just walked up to him and you already know he was about to say something flagrant. And Lil Nas X was just like, Jack don't say anything sus right now and then that just blew up all over the internet because it was like how how is a gay dude gonna tell a straight guy not to be sus and I just thought that was pretty hilarious like the way that they're the way that they play off each other you could tell that actually like well I don't know artists fake it all the time so you never know but from the way that they interact in the public it seems like they get along well so yeah uh, the first track, Montero, of course, is government name, something that he even admitted didn't, hasn't been thoroughly established. Like, people still think it's just the place that he named on the cover because the cover's kind of crazy. I really like that track. Uh, I mean, it was a single. I can't really say too much about it because it's like, when a single comes out on the album, it's harder to review that as the whole other project has a lot of new music, which is why I think some artists try to put the singles either at the beginning or the end because they don't want to mess up the flow because it's just like you listen to new music that you've been waiting for then it's like an old song an uh, old two month song it's just like it's not what I came for so I like that he had it begin at the beginning because track number two Dead Right Now which you heard at the beginning of this of this segment is one of my favorite tracks off of the album I really like the, the verse it, it was very much personal a lot of these tracks have personal verses from Lil Nas X which just showcase that his ability his ability to be vulnerable on a track which is something i really look for as far as artists because your music's not going to cross over or it's not going to be as impactful if they don't believe what you're saying is what you're living through like if Lil Nas X came out with this album and talked about how he's been with so many different girls and basically came rapping like Drake then nobody would believe him but since he's talking about Actually, we're gonna get to that in a second, but there's a line on here on this. Actually, I'm talking about now. I don't, I don't know what track it is. That's why I'm bringing it up now. I think it's a track with Doja Cat, which I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but still. I don't even know what should I say yet. Ah, forget, I'm saying. So, there's this track on uh, this is verse, this bar on the album. Not album, of course, it's album, but this bar on Dollar Sign Slime, I think, or maybe a scoop. It's one of those tracks. And he was saying, I'm not talking. Well, I can't even say the whole line because it's, it's uh, very explicit. But let's just say he used... There's a metaphor with hip-hop using guns and sticks and comparing it to other... Yeah, I can't even describe it without getting into it. Let's just say he used a very clever... Okay, I'm back. Um, Let's just say... The gun bar that he used was very explicit, but I that was my favorite bar on the album because I thought it was very unique. Like only Lil Nas can get away with that. Like if any other rapper said that exact bar, they would be like looked at a little funny. But because that's Lil Nas X whole persona, then I feel like it fits. So yeah. Track number three, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. I believe I already talked about this. You could probably look up Industry Baby, Mass Effect, and my podcast will pop up. But um, I really liked the track. I thought it was above average as far as all the other tracks that's been put out this year. It's not. I don't think it's in my top 10, but it's, it's, it's one of my favorite tracks of 2021. Because the Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow dynamic, um, even music-wise, I think was it was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. Track number four, that's what I want. I think that's the first, yeah, that's the first snippet I have for the album. Of course, I played three snippets just to keep it fair with every album. So now we're going to get into that's what I want so you can hear a little bit of it right now. Need a boy, you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight. Tell me lies, we can argue, we can fight. Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight. 
Yeah, that fro black boy with the gold teeth. Your dark skin looking at me like you know me. I wonder if you got the G or the B. Let me find out and see you coming over to me. So I really like that track. I feel like Lil Nas X makes above average music. So these tracks, like there's no one track that's just like better than all these like by a mile. It's all really quality level of, of tracks. And I, I really like that. I feel like it makes for a good body of work. So that's why I was excited for this album. Obviously with Lil Nas X whole persona, I can't really relate too, too much to the bars. You know, you got, it's kind of like when Nicki raps, like you got to catch yourself sometimes. Like Nicki will say something flagrant and then, you you know, what I mean, if you're playing it around your friends, you know, they may look at you and, you know, start to rethink, uh, rethink their y'all's relationship. But <laughs> no, nah, but Lil Nas X definitely has some bars like that. So you got to watch yourself if you're trying to rap along with Lil Nas X, which honestly, I don't do too much of. My only part that I rap whenever I'm listening to Lil Nas X is Jack Harlow because I love Lil, uh, Jack Harlow's part. When he said, it's the one when he said dude, something about clapping and then he claps like three times after he says the bar. That's like my favorite part. I like the way he did that. So anyways, but we was talking about that's what I want. I think that's above average track. And I think that's one of the standouts on the track, which is why I played the, which is why it's my first snippet. So then we get into track number five, The Art of Realization. And I thought that was just okay. That was probably the, not the worst track, but just my least favorite track on the album. Track number six, Scoop. This is when <laughs> Scoop is pretty kind of funny. It's like Scoop is a funny word. Anyways, uh, featuring I I told you I'm immature. Uh, anyways, featuring Doja Cat, Lil Nas X and Doja Cat definitely have very vibrant PR. Like I don't know I don't know how to like as far as their their profile their perception publicly. They're both very vibrant type artists. Like whenever they make videos, they're going all out. So this collab makes perfect sense. And I can't wait to see the video because I know they're probably going to go crazy with it. So this is the second snippet I'm going to play from the album because, of course, I played three snippets. I think I already said that. So you already know how, how it goes by now. Anyways, I'm going to play a snippet. So here is Scoop featuring Doja Cat right now. I've been in the crib going crazy. I've been moving work on the daily. Baby, ain't you trying to be a baby? Understand, I'm just trying to be the daily. Scoop, 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 scoop. Tomorrow is my day off. All them rehearsals got me tight. Look at the payoff. And now my body look like something you did take off. I just got my veneers up. But you thought you'd have a chance after you wanna disrespect me Let him apologize and eat it in a bendy He named my right cheek Jennifer and left one Lopez Can't call me stupid with this big For him let me So yeah, you gotta watch yourself when you're, when you're If you're trying to rap along with female artists Because even in that verse I mean Doja Cat said some things that would definitely Would definitely get, get you some uh get you some unwanted looks so yeah i really like that track i thought the dynamic was pretty good that was one of my favorite tracks off of the album which is why it was my second snippet then we get to track number seven one of me featuring elton john i really like this track too this was going to be my third snippet but i really want to play the dollar sign slime track so one of me featuring elton john is one of my favorite towards the top of my favorite tracks It's definitely my top five favorite tracks in this album and elton john i don't even remember hearing him which may sound crazy but honestly i've listened to this multiple times i still can't pick out his part so i'll have to listen to it again maybe i haven't listened to it enough but one of me featuring elton elton john like it just sound like Lil Nas x singing but i definitely miss something because it definitely says in bold featuring elton john anyways track number eight lost in the citadel i almost thought this was like a mass effect dlc soundtrack as lost in the citadel sounds like a fire mixtape from shepherd 
but of course this is this is the notorious mass effect you know i have to i got all type of mass effect quotables to, to go to go with these uh topics but you know as many hours i put into that trilogy it's just like the citadel was a huge part of the entire game so lost in the citadel would be a, a fire mixtape i wonder who would be the best rapper off of anyways let me stay on topic um track number eight uh, lost in the city of course um i i think the title was probably the best part about the track it's not a bad track it's just like a you know it's a track to get you to the next one <laughs> so it was a solid track track number nine dollar sign slime featuring megan the stallion now this is a track that i wish drake would actually re responded to and was just like yeah i'll hop on this because this is a fire track but having megan the stallion on it is it's, i don't know megan the stallion is very like out there as far as like her imagery and then Lil Nas X is very out there as far as his imagery but they represent two different things like Lil Nas is dudes on dudes Megan Thee Stallion is just guys so it's like well dudes but um I don't know if it's like how would that video work I know I, I know I didn't get that same critique with Doja Cat but it's because I feel like Doja Cat could literally like she her videos is more quality based than Megan Thee Stallions if that makes sense like Megan Thee Stallion doesn't definitely has her videos where it's going crazy like with the one with WAP with Cardi B but I think that's just because Cardi B's team was on it but I'll be interested to see how this video comes together because I don't see their personas really matching meshing that well and even on the track I didn't think they had that too much chemistry I just think Lil Nas X kind of carried it because I really like this track like Dollar Sign Slime like he was getting into his like hip-hop bag with this one so this is the thir third and final snippet i have for the for the album so you can hear dollar sign slime by lil nas x right now y'all take a room and y'all gonna wear it out let's talk about who's in the whereabouts i walk in name is in markets i'm buried out Walking the bangers, it's cleared out. I'm the same dollar sign slime, they gon' hear me. I'm the same dollar sign slime, they gon' feel me. I'm the same dollar sign slime. I'm the same dollar sign slime. Yeah, I'm gon' hear like a Sadie too. Got a new whip in this navy blue. Top of the game on the 22. Look at it ain't look at you. You just the up and the flopper. I'm sorry that I gotta say the truth. Thought I went pop, but I popped it. Now I'm with the hits like I'm Babe Ruth. That do not do labor. You know I don't got two major. Bought a new house for you, Wakers. I don't went and got new neighbors. But I not be considering. I'm really that's killing me. Man, all of y'all quivering. I'm really that's different. Y'all take a room and then y'all gonna wear it out. So yeah. I really like that track, and I thought Lil Nas X went crazy. I thought he carried that low key. So then we get track number ten, Tales of Dominica. I feel like like there's like Dominican, right? And so would that be Dominica? I don't know. I, that track obviously didn't stand out to me as I don't really know a name like that. I think that track was okay. I don't remember that track at all, honestly. Track number 11, it was a single, Sun Goes Down. We've heard that before. Fire track. Track number 12, Void. That was one of the more slower songs, so that's how you knew the album was coming to an end. Track number 13, Don't Want It. I thought that was a... I thought that was a pretty good track. Like, that was better than most of the tracks on, on this album. Well, I don't know. I'll probably put this in top 10. I mean, it's a 15-track album, so top 10 is not saying too. But I really like this album. Like, it's not album of the year for me or in the top five, but... It's a very solid project from Lil Nas X. Track number 14, Life After Sal Salam, or Solemn, Solemn, I don't know. However you say it, Salem, Tomato, 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 I, I don't know. So anyways, track number 14 was was okay. And then you get into track number 15, Am I Dreaming by the one and only Hannah Montana, I mean, featuring Miley Cyrus. So um, this track was interesting because you know with Billy Ray Cyrus, of course, being her father, you just knew this was gonna come out because she's more of a at this point she she's is she still more famous than her dad like i don't know i think so i haven't seen her in anything like recently 
maybe she's just taking a break but anyways in my dreaming future and trap uh miley's i'm about to say travis scott featuring miley cyrus is a great ending to that to the album really cements that album as a solid body of work like am i dreaming is a very much a slow song with him singing miley cyrus singing it's just a nice it's just a nice song it's like a mood type song like it doesn't do too much and it doesn't overstay as welcome but it's very much a great outro to the album so overall montero a montero is a great album like i would say a great album above average album like the tracks on here there's multiple hits on this album and i can see a lot of these tracks going number one some multiple of them already have so Lil Nas X definitely knows what he's doing when it comes to this music stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't wait for, for him to come out with his videos and everything. Obviously, I'm not waiting for, like, some of the 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 very explicit things that he's going to do. But just the, the imagery and how he how he plays with the with, with some of the tracks on here. Because I can see some of these are definitely concepts to, to make that will be a better track that plays along with the video. Like, Way Too Sexy by Drake and Future. When that video came out, I made the song 10 times better. So with Lil Nas X, I feel like he has that type of vision that will even be explored more throughout these tracks. So I can't wait to see what he does with these with this new body of work. So Montero, what do you think? Click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What is your favorite track off of Montero? And do you now believe that Lil Nas x is here to stay now we're going to switch it up and get into the much requested to my surprise video game that's out now called death loop okay so talking about death loop the biggest thing with death loop is that it's just getting rave reviews right now like i don't even i haven't seen a bad review yet and for people who don't know this is a fps game well no no it's not uh, I retract that statement. Okay, so basically, I'm looking at this article, and they just said it's not an FPS game. So I said the wrong thing. Uh, let me. I'm trying to bring up something that will help y'all understand this better, because I've seen the game, but it's very hard to explain. Like it's a great game. Like I've watched it. It looks very entertaining. But as far as playing it, like I don't even like without playing it. I might add, it's hard to describe this game. So. They said it's not your usual FPS, but it is a FPS. So, yeah, take up that what you will. It's a, it's a lot of things that that helps you with, with with the game, but you you're learning on the fly, and there's a lot of secrets to uncover with the game, a lot of tips and tricks that you have to learn while playing. And basically, the, the more time you put into it, the better you get at it, which is could be said about a lot of things, you know. Except for the New York Knicks, you know, they're always going to be first round exits. But that was just out of left field. You know, I just had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> actually getting into the the gameplay and everything. It's kind of like you have two chances to do something specific in each moment of the mission. And if you get killed, you, you are on your second chance, of course, because you only get two. And then permadeath. So you'll lose all your gear after that. So it is... It's, a death loop like you get two chances so you're still on that same mission even if you die and they will i think they will remember if you die honestly i don't know if they will or not it doesn't say on here but it just says enemy bodies will also linger for a few seconds before disintegrating so it's is a more advanced type of stealth game where you have to hide the bodies kind of like hitman so i really wanted to get into the reviews because that's the biggest thing i wanted to get into because with the critical consensus being so together as calling this game one of the greatest games like released this year people was com comparing this game to dishonored people was comparing this game to a lot of other like like assassin's creed assassin creed assassins uh, it's been too long I, I haven't played assassin's creed in so long but basically these are great games that Deathloop is getting compared to and a lot of these companies are saying that this is the best game of 2021 so if that has anything to tell if that tells you anything that should tell you that this game is not to be messed with as 
there's not too many games I feel like is, is better than the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. But of course, it's kind of cheating because that's been out forever. They just remastered it. But with Deathloop, it's a very is a new IP, which is something that is, it doesn't happen too much nowadays. Like a new IP, it's unproven, so people be like, "Why should we invest money into it if it's unproven?" And people don't know that new ideas are unproven until they get the the right amount of backing. But you know, you know, with with, with the company heads, they try to go with the more the more reliable hit like the more guaranteed hit than taking a chance and actually getting something 10 times better so you know how that goes anyways death loop from game rank got a 4.5 out of 5 ign gave death loop a 10 out of 10 saying that death loop is one of the most confidently designed games i've ever played Arcane Studios, which is the people who developed the game, has crafted a world made of ideas linked by meaningful connections. Time influences space, space influences tactics, and tactics influences loadouts. It's unique, high concept ideas around time loops and non-linear investigation work are implemented with elegance, making its system feel effortless to navigate, learn from, and ultimately master. A new high watermark for Arcane and developers of similar games to aspire to. Deathloop is a game like no other. So, there you have it. IGN said this is a 10 out of 10. It has no flaws whatsoever. That's my only problem with 10 out of 10s. Like, there's no game that's just perfect. But, you know, with IGN, you know, 10 out of 10 has to be like a huge like mark for them. So, but anyways, uh, either other companies came out. I mean, Game Informer came out and said this is a 9 out of 10. So, I don't know. I've watched the game, and the game looks fun. Like, from from a from just a fan watching from the sides, from the sidelines, it looks like I don't know what's happening, but it looks fun. Like, I feel like that game may take a little bit to actually get into. Which I mean, even the IGN recap was like, yeah, it's a little. It takes a little bit to master, but at the same time, like it's very much worth it. So for me, it's just like I don't know. I really, I really like the, how the game is structured. But getting into it, playing it myself, it will take take some time because it's it doesn't look like the easiest game to play. But yeah, actually getting into like what what I think will be the longevity of the game is the Game Awards show. If the Game Awards show comes out and gives this best game of 2021, I think it will be remembered. With Arcane Studios, it's going to be harder to push these type of games because they can't do the type of rollouts that companies like Insomniac can do. Or companies, companies like what are the other companies out there? The one that's doing the God of War, God of War, uh, Ragnarok. Like it's hard to put out promotion type things like them. So for Deathloop, it's gonna be very much an indie game until it pop, until it pops with the with the mainstream mainstream audience. When at, in the mainstream audience is mostly at award shows. So yeah, it really just depends on how that works out. But for for now, Deathloop is considered the best game of 2021 so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of death loops success critically and will you end up giving death loop a chance now we're gonna get into Ian dior and little uzi vert v12 I'm in first, never last, never in reverse It's a Thursday when I be dripping down in Ricky all at Uzi Vert That money stretching longer to the dough It's a cold play when you get left right there, I said I'm gone Said I'm reckless, diamonds in my smile and my necklace Love to be around to see a flirt, I'ma get up in it, yeah, yeah Let them butterfly doors when I get you, yeah, yeah She said I'm reckless, diamonds in my smile and my necklace Don't forget that I'm the one who did it first So, Ian Dior and Lil Uzi Vert. This is going to be a quick one because I don't know too much about Ian Dior. But I do know a lot about Lil Uzi. And if he's on this track, that means that he probably owed a huge favor to Ian Dior. As I feel like this track is very 
mediocre middle of the road type track like i feel like i've heard this track a million times and that the the biggest unique thing about this track is that en dior is on it because i'm not too much of an en dior like i'm not a huge en dior fan but i've liked some of his tracks that he's put out in the past with him having Lil Uzi Vert, you would think the track would be more substantial as far as, far as quality wise, but it's not. It's, it's very much a, a, a mediocre track with the um, with the nice chorus. You know, I would say is if I had to rate it out of ten, which I don't do with a lot of tracks or albums, I'd probably get a uh, give it a four out of ten just because I don't understand understand how, what is this supposed to do for his album. Like this type of track isn't standing out on any shelf so it, it's <clears throat> the only thing that's standing out is Lil Uzi Vert that that's the feature but I wonder if he knew that I wonder if he knew this was was one of his weaker tracks and just was like oh I need a feature but to me like I don't see what's the biggest what's the big deal about just going back in the studio trying to find a better track to put Lil Uzi Vert on because I feel like the, the chorus is solid everything is solid about this track but that's the problem like it's just it's not standing out to me. Like, it's not one of those where you just hear it. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe they went this way. Like, it's, you've heard this a million times. So, as far as V12 and its longevity, mm, I don't, I actually don't know. Like, when was the last hit that ENDR had? I think he was on Mood with 24K Gold or Goldens. I forget his name. But I'm pretty sure he was on Mood back in 2020, so it's not like he's a one-hit wonder or he's by he's falling off by any means. I'm not trying to say he's falling off. I'm just not a big fan of this track. It's it's very much middle of the row. It's not it's not something that that's um, that's heavy in the quality department. So, anyways, I'm gonna play the track for you. I'm gonna play a snippet for you from from Lil Uzi verse verse, and actually I'm just gonna play Uzi's whole verse. So. Here is B12 by Ian Dior and Uzi Vert right now. Yeah, yeah, I'ma hit her with that V12 stroke. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget who did it, did it first. Yeah, yeah. I'ma be this way to end a hearse. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care if your own feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know I'm the one that did it first. Yeah, yeah. Put you on that jet, brought you a purse. Yeah, yeah. Flexes like the splurge, yeah, yeah. I know you still love me, just on my words, yeah, yeah. Girl, you look so good, mess up my words, yeah, yeah. See every sign, hide behind the curtains. And I love the way you stack them racks inside your burger. Ooh, I be swagging, purpose, surfing. I ain't never trust nobody, treat you like my first friend. She said I'm reckless, diamonds in my smile and my necklace. So, yeah, it's not a bad track. It's just very much a mediocre track. Like it's middle of the row. It's not too. It's not something that you would listen to and be like, "Oh, replay that." Or, oh man, that's fire. Or oh, that's just something I've never heard before. Like you've heard it a million times. And if it played, I wouldn't say like cut it off. But at the same time, it's not the first. If I get the ox, it's, it's not coming on in rotation. So yeah. So that's all I really have about that. That's, that's probably hopefully that may be one of my shortest segments ever. But. I really didn't, it, the song didn't do too much for me, it wasn't a bad track, I'm not even gonna keep repeating it, it's a mediocre track, that's all, <laughs> that's all, that's all I have to say about it, so yeah, uh, click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias, what do you think of the V12 track, and what is your rating of the track, was I being too harsh or no, now we're gonna get into the overview of the pod, we started with NBA Youngboy on my side, and I talked about how NBA Youngboy's fan base is really what's keeping him afloat because award shows and, fa- and all these other events don't really, I wouldn't say they don't like his type of artist, but they're very much blackballed, blackballed because he very much keeps to himself and only to his audience. So he's not being accepted any of the huge award shows anytime soon. Like you won't see NBA Youngboy at the Grammys anytime soon. So, which is not the, not to take away credit from him. But it's just the the harsh reality. Then we got to Lil Nas X Montero. He's very much the opposite. You would definitely see him at the Grammys as he's being accepted into a lot of different groups and places. So he's on his way to being one of the one of the more prevalent artists in the game. As far as his music, music wise and, and quality, I think he's one of the 
don't know, he's one of the more interesting artists, which is why I think he sells so much, because his whole image is unique to himself. And you can, well, from public-wise, looking from afar, you it seems like he's being himself. So yeah, Montero, quality-wise, was a great album. One of my favorite albums of the year. It's just not in my top five. Then we got to the the highly requested Deathloop. And a lot of people wanted me to talk about this game, so I talked about it. I mean, that's usually how it works. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Deathloop is one of the, it's, people are saying it's the best game of 2021. I haven't played it. I've watched it. It looks confusing, like super confusing, but it looks like a lot of fun. So yeah, I don't know. I really like the way that Deathloop is a new IP and a lot of people are championing it because you don't get that too often. And which is why companies don't like taking chances on new video games. They are they always love taking chances. Well, not even taking chances. They always love funding a proven concept. Deathloop is unproven. There's nothing that backs it saying like, oh, if you put Deathloop out, you're going to have this amount of sales. That's why you get Call of Duty every year because it's a proven concept. Deathloop is a new IP, so it's not too much of a proven concept. So I just like they took the chance on it and it's just doing amazing. Then we finished with Endor and Lil Uzi Vert V12. We talked about how that track is very much mediocre, and that is all I'm gonna say about that. Honestly, that may have been one of my shortest segments ever. So that's about it for the episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast, and don't be f- afraid to send me a voice message on Anchor, letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about on that next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my cash up link located towards the top of my top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts and share this podcast as this help this helps show Oh man, I'm messing up my whole outro. This helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. There we go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.